0: When she sleeps, part one, by A.C. Utter. Chapter one, she hears the trees sing. No, that's not quite right. It's more like she feels the tree sing. Her notes run down her neck, through her shoulders, down her arms, and into her fingertips. Something soft brushes her cheek, leaving trails of electricity. The ground is warm as soft beneath her. Though she cannot see, she can feel the warmth on her cheeks. She can feel the soft breeze as it rolls under her skin. This place feels good. It feels right. It's not like that last place. That last place was just wrong. She feels a sudden delicate weight settle into her right skin shin, lifting her head. She finds a concentration to open her eyes, blinking a few times as they gain their focus. Looking down at her sh- a shin, she sees a small grey bunny. It's no bigger than a hand, with tiny with white toes, long whiskers, and a pink nose. It gazes at her with big brown eyes. Hello, little bunny. What's your name? My name is, uh, Gin. Jen- oh, Gwen. That's- yes, my name is Gwen. However, the bunny does not answer. He simply hops down disappearing into the tall grass. Now that her friend is gone, Gwen begins to take on uh, taking her surroundings. She's lying in the grass, extremely tall grass. She sits up, stretching her limbs as she moves. The grass here is three, maybe three or feet uh, three and a half feet high, wide flowers and tulips and dot the meadow as rainbow sh- sprinkles on a cake. The sun is directed overhead, driving the temperature into the eighties. Lucky for Gwen, there is a gentle breeze calling her cheeks, bending the grass to its will, and whispering through the leaves of the, of the oak tree. Looking for, to her right, Gwen sees an enormous oak, tree perched atop of a small hill. He is king of this place, of her quiet place. She slowly gets to her feet, brushing dirt from the seat of her jeans. Peering towards the sky... She sees what it is bright blue warmth, broken only by gentle white brushstrokes across the sky. The air smells sweet, moving the tulips as it passes. As it travels the sky, it carries the birds, sending them gliding towards the king. They land one by one, crows and blackbirds, slowly filling the great oak tree. As they grow in number, they begin to sing a strange song. Gwyn remembers only too well what comes next. Here in the quiet place. Gwyn is always safe. She's all never happy then 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 in those first few moments right before and right after she realizes she's here. But but like all good things, it always comes to an end. When a tree oak tree fills the birds. Her time will be up. She'll even find herself awake in a bed or back in a nightmare. From where she had just escaped, lucky for her, for her the king is old and roomed, allowing him to support the weight of the birds. She still has some time before the old king gets tired of his feathered guests and sends them away. This place is also beautifully strange, brilliantly brilliantly, beauty, vibrant colors surround her. Gwen swells, eyes close, face to the sky, arms outstretched. Just as she did when she was small. She can hear the birds chirping, the clattering of chipmunks, and soft footfalls of tiny bunnies. The place is a, like a shining beacon a safety and hope. It's an oasis in a desert of black sand. The shiny black feathers of the glowing birds stand out in contrast to the brilliant colours of the life that dance around them. its quiet place. Gwen, too, sta- stands out here. Every inch in her short stature. He's dressed in curves that could kill however she is wearing jeans and oversized black jenny t-shirt so her curves will remain a secret for now and yep. um, that's the skin we usually burn in this kind of sunshine but there is uh, it, but here is a quiet place a, se- a safe place her skin is spared from all to sunburn green must distinguish finger, figure feature is her hair. It glistens in the sun. Jack Black, shiny. It's loose curls that fall down to her lower back. The slave in the magic mirror said it best. Lips red as a rose. Hair beauty as black as ebony, Skin white as snow. Gwen did not may not be snow white, however. The description fits her perfectly. Contrast to her skin makes her hard to forget. Twilling here in the quiet place, she looks at like a character right out of a silent film, popped in the middle of this gorgeous haven. King's arms grew heavy, and soon he will grow impatient and, and shoot the bird's away. Feeling time grows short, Gwen decides to stroll through the meadow, hands skimming over the grass as she moves. From a distance she appears to float effortlessly among the flora. She thinks about how much she loves it here, how the air smells sweet and fresh, how the emeralds are pure and perfect, how she would stay here if she could. The birds are not coming as quickly any more. glances at the king. The branches have grown heavy. Numerous gust of wind sunny moves through the meadow. She faces the tree as it comes blowing her hair in front of her. It is a reaching towards the king. Her time is up. She takes tries to take in what peace and tranquility she can and hopes like hell that when she like, hopes like hell that she wakes up she doesn't want to go back to where she was before, arms that stretch she closes her eyes and closes her fingers she hears the king give his mighty limbs a shake sending thousands of birds exploding out of the exploding out of the oak tree blacking out the sun and sending Gwen plunging back into the, in the darkness. In This Moment by Michelle Cutler Eternal Life In This Moment, Chapter 1 She's a badass with a good heart, Soft but strong, unapologetic or honest. She's the type of woman you go to war. Beside, not against, she stands at the doorway, leading to her patio, watching the sunset behind the trees. As she stands, watching the sky turn brilliant colours of red, orange and yellow, making it look like it's been set ablaze. He doesn't really notice the way the colours play against the patio, or the way it lights up the clouds. because she is lost in the thought of the recent events that made her once amazing life to a horrible one. She sees the image of the crime scene playing over in her head during the day when she sleeps. Horrific nightmare that she will always see and always feel. Isabella looks out on the sunset and wonders how her life took such a terrible turn, a horrible turn and why it was happening to her. Recently her family was a victim to a terrible murder, a kidnapping. Her father was gruesomely murdered while her sister watched. Her mother was tied and bowing folded into the closet. Her mother heard all those screams from her father, who was brutally killed, and took apart piece by piece. Her sister was taken, and she she not heard anything from the suspects that they took that took her. She must continue on with her life because her mother was placed in a mental institution. Her sister still needed to be found house she once shared with her family, now sat alone lonely and empty except for her. But she did not know how she was going to manage everything, but she knew she had to. She slipped her tea and wondered how she would do it. She stood there until the last of the sun had slipped between, below the trees and the patio behind below, the trees and the piano became dark. Routine consisted of sleeping upon noon till noon, running to relieve stress, working a night shift at the Prince State or the homicide department as the lead detective. Her life would forever be changed. She strolled back to the house and set a cup at the set a cup and sink and she sighed heavily and moved down to the hall to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom, turned on the hot water tap, and stood there as she filled as it filled the bathroom with steam she slowly undressed as getting ready to step into the steaming shower when she heard a phone ringing from the living room she wrapped her tail around herself and went down the hall to the living room hello detective warren she answered yes okay i'll be there in a few minutes israel ran to her room dug into a closet for jeans an apartment issue t-shirt and stepped into her holster and gun securely placed as she reached for a badge and stepped under her neck. She reached for the door and went out to the net, stepping into her car without disturbing the neighbourhood. She left her driveway and headed towards the old cemetery, a few miles away from her house. She knew without doubt that tonight would be the first night that her life would be turned upside down. She pulled up the scene and noticed a yellow dog coming out of the cemetery gates. He noticed the dog had some red blood on its neck, a face, so she got out of the car to get a closer look. Come here, boy, come here, Isabella made little noises to try to get the dog closer to her. He finally wagged his tail closer to her. He finally wagged his tail and headed in her direction, stopping only to sniff the tyre of, of one of the other squad cars close by. Once he finally made it to her, he licked her hands and went to tell more. She brought him back to the car and opened the door to let him in let him in. He jumped up in the car like a there. I will be back again, boy. Stay here and behave, she whispered to him, as she closed the door and started to head up the path to the gate.